It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season four, Punk Rock Collaboration, hanging at Teach Better 22. What is up, crew? Can you believe it? Mike and I are at Teach Better 22, and we are actually sitting next to each other in person for real life. Yeah, it's not just like the two screens on a Zoom side by side. No. Where it kind of looks like we're together, but we're not. No. Like, this is like really We are. We're actually, for, for posterity's sake, let's, you won't hear the, the photo thing on the thing, because it's not a real camera, but let's, let's take a picture for real. Right there. We took a real picture to prove proof of life that we're actually uh, recording at the same time. Isn't that wild? That's wild. Anyways, we're at Teach Better 22 this morning. Mike and I did our session. Super awesome. We've been able to connect with people and see people. We got to sit and see CJ Reynolds. It, it was, was great. It was great. Uh, we are going to be piecing together. That's why we're doing this right now is we're going to be interviewing people here. And this is kind of the introduction. So we've got a question that we're going to ask everybody at Teach Better. And uh, as Punk Rock Classrooms, we're going to ask everybody, like, what are you doing to break the status quo? What are you doing to, like, fight the system right. in your position in education? So that's what we're going to be, that's what we're looking about. So, Mike, what are you, like, what are you hoping to hear from educators when we ask that question? Like, for me, I'm not looking for, like, a specific, like, answer, you know, yeah. of course. What I want is I'm looking for ideas. Like, I'm looking oh, yeah, for... Yeah. I'm looking for... I want to hear from other educators, you know, the crew, new new crew that we've met, um, connections we've made. I want to hear how they're disrupting the status quo on their campus and their district uh, and their role in education because I want ideas to bring back to our staff of things. Look, this is what they're doing in Philadelphia. Yeah. CJ Reynolds is doing this. Like, let's... We can do this here, guys, at Oak Glenn. So that, that's what I want to take from it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the biggest thing is like, look, we're educators. We steal stuff all the time. How many copyright yep. laws have you broken as a, <laughs> as a teacher? Xerox, Xeroxing stuff that you shouldn't Xerox. And I just said Xerox, which just puts a big age on... I, I knew what you meant, though. Photo, photocopied. How many things have you gone to the copy machine and scanned and emailed yourself now, now that you can do that? But anyways, we wanted to check in and say we are live, we are in person, we are super excited, and we're going to chat with a whole bunch of people uh, for this episode. All right, folks, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, it's Mike here. We're at Teach Better 22, and I am honored to sit down with Ray from the Teach Better team. So, Ray, welcome. Thanks for... You didn't even say anything. I'm so excited to be here. I can, like, totally interrupt you and be like, hey, guys. It's so fun. So, um, Ray, we've got three questions for you, because I know you're extremely busy running this event. So, only three questions. Only three questions. You, I'm going to hold you to that. And so, there's no follow-up questions. It's just the three. It's... Yeah. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Illinois State Assessment. Like for math, you know, you have to get every step of the one question right to get I it. See. So there might be layers. Okay. But we have three main questions. So as you're listening to this episode, feel free to count how many questions. We'll see how it goes. All right. So number one. Number one. For our listeners, tell them who you are, kind of what your role is. Um, you know, in, in your elevator pitch. I love it. Hey everyone. My name is Ray Hewart. I am uh, the CXO 
and co-owner of the Teach Better team. And my elevator pitch is I do a lot of things in education because I think this is one of the most incredible, you know, fields that that we have the opportunity to serve within. Um, I'm able to not only work with teachers, but um, kind of get to amplify people's voices for a living now, which is kind of the coolest gig of all time. So very cool, fabulous. Can't complain. Awesome. All right. So here's question two. Question two. Question two. Here we go. In your role, which you've got all of these amazing roles that like you just said, <laughs> how are you kind of disrupting the status quo in education? How are you? What what do you what work are you doing to make a difference? Make it the much needed shift that that there is. Yeah, I think um, my primary role these days is to move people away from using strategies that are more or less band-aids and trying to look at the efficiency, the effectiveness, and the scalability of the work being done in classrooms. So I don't know that it's necessarily disruptive because I know some like epically disruptive and loud things happening in classrooms that I'm a huge advocate for. Uh, But one of my main goals these days is to really ensure that whatever we're doing in our classroom is aligned with best practices and also scalable so the teacher's able to be successful long-term, not just on like a really cool Tuesday. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense, and I love it because there are so many times when educators just put that Band-Aid on to right. kind of clean it up and like, let's just get through this year and we'll address it later, but that's not going to solve anything. It's not going to help anything. It's definitely not going to help the kids, which is the reason we're all here doing these things. Um, well, right. and, and being a Problem solver is great. Like right. we put out fires for a living. My struggle is I don't want educators to create more fires for themselves to put out. Like it's okay that things pop up, but what can we do to ensure that they they don't happen again in the future? How can we scale our success? So it's good. We all put out fires for a living, but we do it well. That's awesome. Yeah. Question three. Yeah. It's Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. We always talk about music. So what has Ray been listening to? Oh my gosh! All right, what do I? What have I listened to this at the conference? Whatever. What I, Just lately. What, what oh you been man, to? I got so many things. Okay, have you ever heard of Clinton Kane? He's my new one. No. Okay, guys, I'm a, I'm addicted to two people right now. And I I don't I love how everybody gets their spot. I know I have right, to get my Amazon oh, music. Let me, let me do a search here. Let me Hold do on. A search. So Teddy Sims and Clinton Kane are my two people. I found them on Instagram. I have no idea. Like I don't I don't know if they're popular names. Maybe it's just me, myself, and I who listens to these people. But these are there's my go-to. I will tell you though, my my most recent plays is my playlist called Old House. Which I want you to know is just like a playlist I made of the house I grew up in, and it's strictly Motown music. So nice. that's what I've been most recently <laughs> listening to is this epic Motown music. That is awesome. Love it. Okay, Ray. I guess I guess you were right because I do have a fourth question. Yes, I love it. Thank God. <laughs> can you let the listeners know how they can reach out to you, how they can connect with you, and all that stuff? Yeah, friends, I'd love to connect. Um, not only with you, but to be honest, I think that as we connect with people, we're always looking for that next connection. 
So I hope you connect with me, but I also hope you connect with the Teach Better team, which is more of a, an entire world of educators to connect with. Um, if you want to connect with me personally, I'm at Ray Hewart uh, on all social media. And if you want to connect with a community of educators, which will hopefully give you more dots to connect with, uh, we are just at Te- Teach Better team on all social media. So easy peasy, head to teachbetter.com for all the fun. Awesome. We'll have all that in the show notes. Ray, thanks again for taking a few minutes out to chat with us. Love it. And enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Okay, I've got uh, our next guest on the show. We're at Teach Better 22. I've got Elijah Carbajal with me. Elijah is the host of the Shut Up and Teach podcast. And Elijah, your book just dropped yesterday. Uh, Say hi to everybody. And then what's the title of your book? And can you tell us a little bit about what it's about? Yes, absolutely. Well, what's up, everybody? It's Elijah here. Um, So the title of my book is A Place They Love. And um, the message and the heart of it really is to do what we are capable of doing to make school a place that students actually love to be at um not one that they dread uh there's a um in the book there's a contribution from one of my former students who says just that like school should not be a place that kids hate like it's not it wasn't meant to be a prison that we were stuck in it's meant to be a place that we enjoy a place that we can come and learn and feel safe and excited about so um that's really the heart of the of the book um we approach it from a I, i approach it from a lot of different angles um building relationships with kids letting kids uh, lead the classroom and uh, um, you know and being engaged yourself as a teacher and not just going through the motions of it and all that so um, I highlight a lot of different points um, and things like that in the book and uh, so yeah I hope that people pick it up and are inspired by it it's written a target audience is teachers but there's not one specific grade it's just like these things can work for you in any just about any setting at your school yeah so I totally skipped the part where I ask you what you do in education so let's 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 go back (laughs) that way and go Elijah what do you do in education you just wrote a book about you know school and teaching so what do you do as an educator yeah so um, I've been teaching for nine years Um, my first seven and a half years or yes about seven and a half years or so uh, were spent in the general education classroom teaching uh, mostly fourth grade for that time but also had some experience with third Um, but I had an opportunity last school year to transition into a new role as a reading interventionist so right now I'm working as a title one reading interventionist at a small school in Albuquerque New Mexico awesome all right so Elijah the big question that we're asking everybody on the show while we're at teach better is what is the one thing you're doing in your classroom or in your school to kind of disrupt the status quo right like fight the man push back against the system whatever punk rock thing mm-hmm. you want to call it like what is that thing you're doing right now to kind of push against the system or flip the table over yeah so um, it actually uh, that's a great question it actually ties into what my session was about here at teach better about branding your and classroom. I'm very bummed that I that yeah. like we were at the same time I know. and we I, couldn't see you I'm yeah, super bummed about that I know that. I know um, that was yeah I was really hoping to, to sneak into yours but just didn't work out that way 
Um, but my, my session was on branding your classroom and um, branding meaning going beyond just your decorations in yeah. your classroom, going beyond just the theme um, in your room. Um, my branding, my branded classroom is pirate um, themed, if you will. That's the brand. Um, and so there are like piratey decorations in the classroom, but it goes beyond just that. Um, what I'm doing is I'm changing the, the language of the classroom as well. So I don't yeah. tell kids to line up. I say X marks the spot. They know to go there. Oh, okay. Awesome. Um, I say batten down the hatches. Kids know that they need to go grab their materials and bring it back to the captain's table, which <laughs> it's not a teacher table. It's a captain's table. I love table. it. I love it. So changing the language and um, really honestly destigmatizing reading intervention. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was a student that I, um, like I was doing some push-in and, and supporting some of these kids and supporting the teacher. And this other student said, hey, when can I come to your class? And I was like, well, that's, I was about to say, like, that's not kind of not how it works, buddy. And this girl that is in my class interrupts him and goes, well, you can't come because you know how to read and we don't. Like, this oh. class is for kids who don't know how to read. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, man, that, like, broke my heart. Right. So with the brand, like... It really helped to destigmatize that, and it became more of a place of like. It, it wasn't like I have to go because yeah. I suck at reading. Yeah. It was like I get to go because I'm part of this pirate crew. Oh, that's and awesome! I, like that's they awesome. felt part of this like community yeah. of of pirates. I call them their pirate crews. So. Yeah. So for us, like we stopped calling it we stopped calling it reading lab um, or like intervention time on our campus. Yeah. Like we started calling it what I need. So that's the way okay. that we end up like all kids can kind of go. Like a lot of our grades do walk to read programs. So those three teachers will kind of go, okay. I'm going to, I mean, I'll take the kids who need this help and like they all go through rooms and they share and they build the space. Um, but our reading interventionist, like that's when kids go to see reading interviews. So every kid kind of goes a different way. So it's never mm -hmm. just like I'm pulling you for reading lab right now. Right. right? Yeah. And so it, yeah. it's, a, it's a little different because all of our kids go in intervention time and they go and do different things. Yeah. Right. So um, my third grade team right now is literally like they're all in one giant space together. And yeah. so all of them are doing small groups. It's just that our reading interventionist is like taking the kids who need the most intense, the most intense in, in that environment. So it's yeah. really cool. All the kids kind of get to bop around and, and, and be in different things. But I, I really appreciate that idea of like destigmatizing that because yeah. it, I mean, that's the thing that really you know, kind of breaks your heart, right? It like, does. These are just yeah. kids. These are kids who just need a little bit more support yeah. and, you know, a little bit more help and, and you want them to not feel like defeated or, or right. bad about, about having to get that help. Right. Know? And so one of the things is I tried to do is shift the language, especially with, you know, there's one kid in particular who is just, you know, he, I love this kid and, you know, we're making a lot of connections, but he um, lacks a little bit of confidence in his reading abilities. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that I started doing was shifting the language and, and it wasn't like you're here to get better at reading. It was like, you, you know how to read. Right we're just at a different place, you know, yeah. than everybody else. And yeah. everyone's learning at a different rate, you know? And it was, cause his, his thing was like, I can't read, I can't read. And it was like, you can, Yeah, we're, we're, we're learning to read. Like right. we're just learning and that's right. okay. Oh, that's, I really like that. That's really cool. All right. So we have one question we asked everybody and it wouldn't be the punk rock classrooms podcast if I didn't. Uh, what have you been listening to Elijah? Shoot, man. Um, 
a lot. Um, let me shoot. Let me go through my. Let me, <laughs> let me check my playlist. The last, yeah, the last That's few things that I've, I've downloaded. Like it, it depends. So like the last things I've I've downloaded was um, uh, I'm listening to Avoid. Okay. Um, uh, kind of metal core band um, dropping uh, new singles, and they got an album coming out pretty soon. Awesome, awesome. Um, but Fit for a King <clears throat> has been on my rotation as well. They got an album coming out pretty soon as well. So, awesome, awesome. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of metal core for you know for that pirate life. For little, that pirate life. Little yeah. metal core for that pirate <laughs> life. Awesome, Elijah. Thank you so much for coming on and. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have you back. I want to talk. I want to dive into the book. Yeah. So I think we're going to have you back on a, on a full episode. So thanks. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. Have a fantastic rest of Teach Better. Thanks. You too. All right. Welcome, everybody. It's uh, Mike here at Teach Better 22 live with Josh. Uh, but right now, I got a very special guest. I think I met, I met you, this guest, at the first Teach Better. I don't know how we connected. If it was you were at my session, or I came to your session, and okay. I just talked to you. Right yeah, we started talking since then. But Adam Cottis, who I'm very jealous because he's lives like 20 minutes from the conference, so he's actually been getting some good sleep. Where Josh and I have not, because our pillows are the size of uh, a laptop. But Adam, thanks for taking some time out to come and be on the podcast. How are you today? I'm very good. Thank you. I'm glad I could be here. Yeah, you look well rested. I'm jealous. <laughs> so we got we got a few questions for you. My first question is for, for the listeners, just kind of give them, you know, your bio, who you are, what you do in education, your, your little elevator pitch about about you know, yourself. My name is Adam Cottis. I'm a principal at St. Anselm's School in Chester, Ohio. So it's about 25 minutes outside of Cleveland. I've been wanting to, I thought my whole entire life I would be a high school principal or a high school teacher principal. And I found the elementary level and I just absolutely fell in love with it, especially the fifth grade level. And my first year as a principal and I'm excited to take on this challenge. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember, I'm the same thing, man. I thought, I, my goal was to always be a high school teacher. And I always was told, because a student taught in middle school, and I always was told, like, you don't have high school experience. I'm like, well, how am I going to get it? So I eventually just went to middle school. I fell in love with it. I never thought I wanted to leave middle school. But then when I became an elementary school principal, I realized, like, man, these K-5 kids, like, treat you like you are a rock star. Like, it's a very, it's a very funny. All ages are great. I love middle school as well. But, uh, you know, I've, I've been in elementary for nine years now, and I love it. Um, all right, so we got a couple questions. Our main question that we're asking everybody to teach better that we're talking with. In your role, you know, you're, you're a principal. In your role, what are you doing to kind of disrupt the status quo, to kind of make some shifts and changes in education that, that you think need to be had? The one thing I'm coming into is a community that's already close family-wise. But I'm really trying to build up and strengthen the relationship that the teachers have with the students. I really want to make sure they understand that a student won't start to learn until they understand, the student understands that they're cared for and they need to have that relationship with the teacher and the teacher has a, has a relationship with the student. That way, true learning can, can begin both inside the classroom but also see it outside the classroom that's awesome uh, and I agree I mean you, you know l- listeners know me like I'm huge on relationships and culture as is Josh you know a lot of the podcasts you know we were told yesterday 
a lot of your stuff all falls back on on culture and without those relationships because we've all heard that cliche saying the kids what is it they won't they don't know like they won't do the work they know how much you care first yes they won't do the work until you know they know they're cared for and that's so true so I love that you even though you you said your your community where you're at is very strong family wise still building that with between the teachers and the kids uh, that's great yeah because we have huge family support but I still want the whole entire classroom setting to be more strengthened that right awesome um Next question. Punk Rock Classrooms Podcast. We always talk about what we're listening to. So what has Adam been listening to lately? For some reason, I've gone back to They Might Be Giants. Ooh, they nice. Giants. So Birdhouse Josh, in Your Soul. Yeah, Josh just gave us a thumbs up. <laughs> Birdhouse in Your room. Soul. The Crushing the Flood album lately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, that's, I am definitely, that's going to be the first thing I listen to when I start yeah. my five-hour drive home so, tonight. Flood album. Oh, and I then uh, goosebumps thinking about how good that record is, man. And then uh, Blue October just came out with a new album, too. So, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It came out like yesterday. So okay. I've been, during my little 40-minute trip back and forth, it's been Blue October and They Might Be Giants. Yeah, I'm definitely, I know They Might be giants if i remember they put out a new they put out a new record like a year yes. or two ago like yeah. they're still out there and they actually um, just played in cleveland a couple days ago and it was uh, unfortunately i couldn't get there right oh <laughs> man yeah flood what was the other one um the one before flood oh, yeah, severe, was it? what was the one with the octopus oh, was it? you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. Oh, all right yeah. i'm, I'm <laughs> listening to flood on the way home all right adam last question question uh how can the listeners connect with you reach out to you social media all that fun stuff um i am at a codis a c o t t o s on pretty much all social media especially on twitter but that's pretty much where i'm at twitter and then a little bit on instagram but they all connect perfect all right well thanks for taking oh. some time out with us i could be here thank you very much enjoy the rest of your day and your you. 40 minute commute home <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, thanks for tuning in. As always, you can find the show on the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. You can follow Mike and me on Twitter uh, and the show, all the same uh, handles. The show is at Punk Classrooms. You can find me at Josh R. Buckley, and you can find Mike at Mike R. Earnshaw. Uh, you know what? We had such a blast at Teach, Teach Better 22. We want to say thanks to everybody who hung out with us. Thanks to everybody we connected with. It was a blast, and we'll see you at the show. podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com we'll see you on the next episode